This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. Today's meditation is entitled, Salvation's Deepest Reason, and we will begin by reading Jeremiah 33, verses 1 through 16. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it, to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of his city, and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are thrown down by the mounts and by the sword. They have come to fight with the Chaldeans, but it is to fill them with the dead bodies of men, whom I have slain in mine anger and in my fury, and for all those whose wickedness I have hid my face from this city. Behold, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them, and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. And I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return, and will build them as at the first. And I will cleanse them from all their iniquity, whereby they have sinned against me. And I will pardon all their iniquities, whereby they have sinned, and whereby they have transgressed against me. And it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise, and an honor before all the nations of the earth, which shall hear all the good that I do unto them, and they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness and for all the prosperity that I procure unto it. Thus saith the Lord, Again there shall be heard in this place, which ye say, shall be desolate without man and without beast, even in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, that are desolate without man and without inhabitant and without beast. The voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of them that shall say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endureth forever. And of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, for I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, again in his place, which is desolate without man and without beast, and in all the cities thereof, shall be an habitation of shepherds causing their flocks to lie down. In the cities of the mountains, in the cities of the vale, and in the cities of the south, and in the land of Benjamin, and in the places about Jerusalem, and in the cities of Judah, shall the flocks pass again under the hands of them that telleth them, saith the Lord. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised unto the house of Israel, and to the house of Judah. In those days and at that time will I cause the branch of righteousness to grow up unto David, and he shall execute judgment and righteousness in the land. In those days shall Judah be saved, and Jerusalem shall dwell safely, and this is the name wherewith she shall be called, the Lord our righteousness. And now on to the meditation portion by Reverend Hayes, based on Psalm 130, 
verses 3 and 4, entitled, Salvation's Deepest Reason. Would you be afraid of one who always showered good things upon you? Are we not rather afraid of the terrorists, murderers, and gangsters who exercise violence and make our streets and buildings dangerous? Yet the psalmist in Psalm 130 verses 3 and 4 writes, If thou, Lord, shouldst mark my iniquities, O Lord, who should stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, that thou mayest be feared. And our versification has it thus, If marked by thee our sins appeared, who, Lord, could stand in judgment cleared? Forgiveness that thou mayst be feared, there is with thee. The psalmist had, in verse 3, told us that we have every reason to be afraid of God, for marking our transgressions means marking us as rebels who deserve everlasting punishment. Why, then, does he tell us that God ought to be feared because he forgives sin? Does God not forgive us our sins so that we may live before his face with perfect peace and with all fear removed from our souls? Did not the angels at Jesus' birth say that now there was peace on earth? And, Fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy? Yes, but what the psalmist means here by fear is in the awe and reverence of faith. God sent his Son to die for our sins, so that a legal basis might be laid for us to receive a new life of love and awe for God. What an amazing truth that is. God marks our sins, and no one so marked has the right to escape or way to escape by man's works. What a wonderful, awe-inspiring way it is, however, that God follows to save us. He sends his own Son to suffer all our punishment that ought to fill us with awe and reverence before him. God did this for sinners, rebels, and enemies. Here we have the deep reason for our salvation, namely, that we as believers may stand in awe before the God of our salvation, and in his house of many mansions may everlastingly cry out, O God, how great and good thou art! Yes, the deepest reason for our salvation is the glory of God.
Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.